Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Search Engine Optimization Tips and Tricks Podcast. My name is Tim Jennings, and I've been helping Soulheart's clients with their SEO efforts for over eight years now. Today, I want to talk to you about an acronym that you probably have heard about or heard it thrown around, explain what it is, why it matters, and what the latest happenings is with it. That acronym I'm talking about today is EAT. You may have also heard it as Google EAT. Put plain and simple, EAT stands for Expertise, Authoritativeness, and Trust. It's part of Google's algorithm, and it's used in Google's Search Quality Evaluator Guidelines to determine whether or not your content is worthy to be displayed. So to put it plain and simple, you need to understand EAT if you want to have a chance at ranking your content. Google uses it to determine the quality of your content and whether or not it's worthy to be ranking for a search query. Let's break down the classics of EAT before we get into the latest happenings. As I mentioned earlier, the E in EAT stands for expertise. Google's algorithm is instructed to note and decide the level of expertise the creator of the content has. To be an expert, you must be very knowledgeable about or skillful in a particular area. However, having this knowledge alone isn't going to open the floodgates to your website. You need to know how to communicate your knowledge in a way that is engaging with a user. So in other words, you need to not only possess the information, but also have an understanding of what your audience wants and how to best give them that information. To do this, you will want to start with keyword research in order to find the queries that your audience is searching for, and then also try to understand the intent behind the terms that you find. Once you know those two things, you're able to create content that your audience will find valuable. When you're creating your content, for those keywords that you discovered while doing your research, you should be figuring out where in the purchasing cycle the user is. If they're looking for just information on a subject matter, then your content trying to land a sale probably isn't going to rank very well. And even if it does, it's not likely to convert many users. Likewise, if you're only producing informative content for a keyword that searchers are using to make a purchase, your content is going to suffer. But here's one thing that you need to keep in mind when creating new content. Don't just regurgitate what's already in the search results. If you're an expert on the subject, your content should have some unique insights that all the other content that's already been produced doesn't already cover. Next in the E acronym is authoritativeness. Being an expert is fantastic, but there's more to the equation. When other experts start linking and citing your content on their websites, you become an authority. Obtaining links from other authoritative sites is incredibly important for ranking your content. In fact, many will argue that it's the most important factor. So securing those links are necessary, but authoritativeness goes well beyond securing links. So I'll briefly cover some other areas that you can improve your authoritativeness score. Having other websites also simply mention you in their content can also demonstrate your authoritativeness. Content that is widely shared on social media, having a Wikipedia page, building a brand that gets searched for, and having a high trust score in Majestic's trust flow tools 
all help with gauging and building your authoritativeness too. And the final factor in the classic EAT acronym is trust. While expertise and authoritativeness boost your rankings, having a lack of perception of trustworthiness can plummet your rankings. If you have a lot high level of negative sentiment around you or your brand, then you can pretty much guarantee that your content will suffer in the search results pages. You should not only be making your customers happy, but also address any negative issues that may arise. Google has mentioned several times that having too many negative reviews can demonstrate a low level of quality. Here are some ways that you can improve your trustworthiness score. Create a contact page that gives a user a clear path to easily contact the website's owner. Having a terms and conditions page and a privacy policy page that are easily accessible. Many websites actually place these in the footer of their site so it's on every page. You can add a physical address if you have a brick and mortar office. You can ensure that your website is secure and using HTTPS instead of just HTTP. You can create bios for your authors that include any degrees, certifications, or demonstrations of skill and knowledge. And if you're selling a product or accepting any transactions, then you should have a refund and returns policy, as well as include any specifications that the product or service may have. So that's a great general overview of the classic EAT acronym that Google uses to determine if your content is worthy of ranking and ranking well. However, Google has recently expanded on its EAT acronym to include another E at the very beginning. Still pronounced EAT, it is now E-E-A-T. But what does the second E stand for in EAT? Experience. It's not enough to demonstrate your expertise, authoritativeness, and trustworthiness. You should now include your experience in your content. Here's what Google search quality rate or guidelines have to say about experience. Consider the extent to which the content creator has the necessary firsthand or life experience for the topic. Many types of pages are trustworthy and achieve their purpose well when created by people with a wealth of personal experience. For example, which would you trust? A product review from someone who has personally used the product? or a review by someone who has not. Now that we know what Google says, there are some great ways that you can demonstrate your experience. You can create in-depth bio pages for your authors, showing that the, what credentials they have, the amount of experience they have, and providing examples of their experience in these bios. You can create case studies and link to those case studies in your content that demonstrate your experience on the subject matter. You can create how-to guides and videos showing you using the product or service firsthand. You can mention any relevant results you've seen or talk about what happened when you did or didn't take a certain action. And then anything else that, you would, that would set you apart or demonstrate your level of experience on the subject matter. So there you have it. A brief but hopefully clear explanation on what Google's EAT acronym is and why it's important. I do think it's important to mention a couple other things before ending today's episode.
The first is that EAT is not a ranking factor, but it is used by Google's algorithms to determine the quality of the content and what content should be ranking where when it is looking at their ranking factors. So if your site and another site have similar ranking factors, EAT can be used to give you the boost needed to outrank your competition. Also, when considering EAT, there seems to be a renewed emphasis on trust. Because as Google mentions, experience, expertise, authoritativeness, and trust are all important considerations in page quality rating. The most important member at the center of EAT at the EAT family is trust. That tells us that we should be investing a lot of time and effort into ensuring that our websites are deemed trustworthy in the eyes of Google's search engine. As always, if you have any questions or need someone to help you experience organic growth through search engine optimization, Soulheart is here. Feel free to email me at tim at soulheart.co Again, that's Tim at soulheart.co or reach out at soulheart.co. Thanks. Have a great day.